You are listening to the 90 Days Later podcast with me, Anna Charles. This is episode number 17. Welcome to the 90 Days Later podcast, where I show you how to stop overdrinking in 90 days without missing out on life. If you're not an alcoholic, but fed up with saying yes to a drink when you mean to say no, you're in the right place. Hi all, how are you doing? Okay. Today in this podcast, I want to talk about courage. Courage is such an important character trait. Why? Because courage is what helps you to evolve to the next version of yourself. And if you're listening to this and you are keen to stop the over drinking habit, evolving to the next version of yourself is the game plan. Now, the cool thing about courage is that it's not something you're born with. You don't have it or you don't have it. It's something you can develop. Now, I've talked before on the podcast about how your brain is programmed to avoid discomfort. It's programmed to seek pleasure and to use as little effort as possible. That's how we are wired. It's something that we have used throughout evolution. But if you consider change, change goes completely against this evolutionary standard. When we talk about change, we often don't think about something that's pleasurable. We often think about something that is mighty uncomfortable, certainly in the moment. And we also talk about something that requires effort, right? It's easier to not change. And this is why often our brains freak out when we want to change because this makes us feel fear. So we have this kind of dilemma, right? Where we want change, we know that's in our best interest, and yet coming up for us are all these thoughts and feelings about fear of something out of the ordinary. But here's what I'd like to suggest. Feeling and overcoming fear is a natural part of being human. And we all experience fear when we are faced with the unknown. From taking a new job, to walking into a room at a network event where you don't know anyone, to perhaps finally putting your novel out there for public consumption or be willing to say no to a drink in front of people who may judge you. The circumstance actually doesn't matter, but the feeling generated will be fear. Growing into more, into who you want to be, will always be unknown. Think about it. You can't evolve into the next version of yourself if it's already known. Because if it's already known, you'll already have evolved into it. I always remember my coach saying, you have to be willing to do something you've never done before if you want something you've never had. Let me say that again. You have to be willing to do something you've never done before if you want something you've never had. So fear may be big or fear may be small, but it's going to be there. You need to be all in and be willing to feel it and be willing to fail, right? So we often fear failure. We don't do things because we don't want to feel that that bad. So it's all uncomfortable. I'm not going to lie. But the thing to remember is all of this stuff, how you're feeling against failure, how you're feeling fearful. It's just that. It's only a feeling. And you're listening to this podcast, so I imagine you're willing to take that step into the unknown. If you're willing to unpick years, months, perhaps decades of of drinking too much and you want to drink less, you are showing the willingness to show up and do the right thing for yourself. So if the next evolution for you will always be unknown 
and therefore your brain is always going to tell you that this is dangerous, you're going to die and you'll always be afraid. And the way you overcome that is with courage, right? So back to the reason for the podcast, because courage is the fuel that drives us to be willing to take action. And really, until you take action, it's all theoretical, right? It's all going to be in your head. What will happen? What might happen? What you need to do? What you want to do? And this is so important because we learn more quickly by taking action than by not. And you know this yourself, right? When I was a child, I learned to roller skate, right? And I did it by strapping on the roller skates and just going up and down the road, falling over, scraping my knees, getting up again and doing it again and again, right? A more modern approach might be that before you do this, you could watch all the videos, you could listen to all the instructions, you know, you could get the world's best roller skater there to show you. Only by strapping on the skates, getting up there, giving it a go, feeling what it feels like, feeling how when you're in balance or when you're not in balance and how you can turn and do all the things, only that's how you really truly start to learn. So I want you to ask yourself, when you feel courageous, how do you act? Right? How are you willing to act? Now, for me, feeling courageous, it gives me a sense of being willing to give something a go. Right? It's as though the bar isn't set too high in my mind. So I'm not out there asking and seeking perfection, but I'm willing to give it a go. That's enough for me to get off the starting blocks. And it's kind of almost as though I'm giving myself permission to fail so it's okay if I do. I don't have to be perfect. Perfectionism is a big, big, big thing for me. So by being willing to give something a go and not expecting it to be perfect, the pressure feels less. And that only increases my willingness to act, only increases to make me more courageous because courage is such a wonderful emotion. It really is the emotion that makes us willing to take any action. And this is one of the reasons why the framework, the coaching framework I use is all around intention. So being intentional with your decisions, with your feelings, with your thoughts, with your actions. Courage, being willing to actually go out there and take the action, do what it takes, and then to follow that up with commitment by continuing, um, continuing the action. So courage, I like to look at it as being the thing that enables us to face the possibility of failure. Now, I speak a lot in my work about the importance of failure. In fact, I have a podcast, I think it's number 13 on 100 fails, of the importance really of embracing failure and running towards it. Because by failing, we learn. And if you can make it fun, you're more likely to want to do it as well. So for instance, and talking about failure and drinking, if you were to plan on only drinking one glass of wine when you go out with your friends next Friday and you end up drinking three, I don't treat that as the end of the world. I don't treat that as a reason to say, right, that's it, there's no good. What What didn't you learn? Let's go back to it. You've got to start again from day one. No, 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 no. For me, it would be, okay, so what? You slipped up, so what? let's learn from it. Let's figure out what happened. Let's make a correction and let's try again, right? Let's plug you up with courage, be willing to give it a go again. By evaluating what happened, by making corrections to your approach and trying again, the next time you will learn, right? Just like all those years ago when I would fall off numerous times and I was learning how to roller skate. But here's the thing, 
you need to be willing to take the first step, even if it's a baby step. If you don't take that first step of building courage, then you won't be ever really be able to overcome the fear that is a natural part of being a human being. And we all feel it, it's just some disguise it better than others. These days, when I'm afraid of being rejected or when I'm afraid of failing, especially in front of other people, I acknowledge that that's normal. I acknowledge that it's my brain doing what my brain was designed to do. And I'm going to acknowledge the fear and walk towards it. I'm not going to be afraid of it. Now, you know, this wasn't a one and done. This wasn't something that happened overnight. A couple of years ago when I released my first novel, you know, the terror, the terror of putting it out there publicly and waiting for reactions and you know, bracing myself for negative reviews nearly stopped me. But I just faced it anyway, went through it. And actually, you know what? It really wasn't that bad. Yeah, sure, some people didn't like it, but others loved it. And I found that I could feel the fear and do it anyway. So that's really a, a message here. And that was through courage. Having courage alongside, I was able to feel the fear and do it anyway. So here's something that can help you. If you think, yeah, I, and I'd really, really like to do that. Sounds great. But ooh, where do I start? What I would say is this. So plan on feeling awkward, plan on feeling uncomfortable and plan on it being like something that you would really, really, really rather not feel. I would plan out and play out some worst case scenarios. So what's the worst that could happen? So for instance, the worst case could be, so let's say you're going, you're, you're planning to go and you're planning to maybe drink two drinks, not four. Right. Well, the worst case scenario might be that you don't stop at your two drinks, but you'll consume a whole bottle, perhaps even two bottles instead. Right. Go to that place. Go to that place on that evening where that's you and you've drunk two bottles of wine. If and then you sort of because you get all then all the negative stuff for me would come up or the judgment. I have no control. I've gone against my plan. You know, start beating yourself up. Why will I never learn? No, no, no. So when you face that, when you face the worst that can happen, what you end up doing is facing down your fear. You're starting to make courage a working element in your life. You're being prepared for things to not go to plan because you're going to learn instead. And courage really becomes a form of superpower you never knew you had, hence the title of this podcast. By being willing to go hand in hand with courage and face your fear, you're creating a new normal the new normal that creates the life you want, where you think, feel and act in a way that is intentional and is incredible and enables you to hit your goals, where you take action despite the fear. Because remember what we started in this podcast, for change to really take effect in your life, you will need to take action and be ready to do this. Now, the more times that you face your fears and you, as these people say, right, you have to pluck up the courage and do this enough, you will begin to play, replace old neural pathways with new ones. So eventually this becomes effortless. And eventually your old patterns will just fall away and they'll actually even seem awkward. Think about any permanent change you might have made in your life. And you, you'll know the kind of thing I'm talking about. Let's say you grew up in a small town and you moved away to the big city, right? At the time, it probably seemed very scary. There were so many unknowns. You're moving from a close-knit community where everybody knew each other into this, you know, almost faceless, very anonymous world. 
But soon, your original life in the country would seem so far away, almost as though it was somebody else's life. And I know this happens because I have friends who've done this and then they've gone back to where they grew up or where they came from. And then it starts to already feel like an alien world to them, right? I've experienced this a lot in my life and I'm sure you have where again, by creating this new future, stepping into it, stepping into the fear, you're letting the old life fall away. So the next time you feel fear when faced with something new, when the next time you feel fear that you're not gonna be able to say no to a drink when you go to your friend's wedding, remember this is normal, firstly, right? Nothing's gone wrong. This is just what you feel when you grow. You're doing it right then unpack your courage to stand alongside you as you step towards your fears. I like to think of courage sitting alongside me as, you know, as I'm driving the car. It's, it's right there beside me when I, when I should need it. And you're going to find that this is an amazing superpower. I've also noticed that when I do act with courage, something else incredible happens. And this happens still to me today as I'm growing and evolving. My life is changing in so many ways. When I act with courage, I actually tap into excitement. Weirdly, I never would have thought that doing something scary could be exciting. And then new motivation comes to me to move forward. And it can even, yes, feel fun. Fear made fun. (laughs) That's the thought. So if you're looking to drink less, but you're afraid of failing again, as I know so many of you are out there. I can help. I've been there. I've done it. I help others. It is my joy to help you. Start by booking a consultation call with me. And what we're going to do is we're going to look at what you've tried before. We're going to look at what hasn't worked. And then we're going to understand why it didn't work. And this is really the most important thing you could ever possibly learn. Why something isn't working. Because once your brain understands that, it's never going to want to repeat that again. And it's not enough to just know why something isn't working. You also need to know what to do in the future. What to do instead. So over our 60 minutes together in our consultation, we're going to build up a plan for you to stop over drinking, whatever that means for you, right? Whether that means you want to go to quitting entirely or just drink less in one sitting or just cut back a bit or just want to drink on the weekends, whatever it is for you. I'm going to give you the entire foundation of what you actually need to do to drink less. And by the way, it's going to be super simple. So listen, book a call by emailing me on anna at 90dayslater.co or by clicking the link in the show notes. On that call, you can start making changes immediately. How great would that feel? Okay, that's it for me this week. Go forth with lots of courage, face your fears. Thank you for listening and please do rate and review and of course, share with someone you love this Valentine's week. I'll see you next time. If you like what you're learning in the podcast and you want to take the work further and achieve total freedom around alcohol, let's talk. I help my clients stop reaching for that first glass of wine the moment 6pm rolls around and they don't miss out on life. And we do it in 90 days. The effect is permanent. Email me for more information on anna at 90dayslater.co. And if you did enjoy the show, I'd really appreciate if you'd leave a rating and review to help others find the 90 Days Later podcast.